Hey, welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers Podcast. I don't know if you know what today is. The date is the 28th of December, smack dab in the middle of two prominent year-end dates so deserving of celebratory fanfare. This one fits right along with it. Do you know? <laughs> Happy birthday or anniversary, whatever you want to call it, to it. Happy birthday to it. Happy six months birthday to my podcast. Happy birthday or anniversary, whatever you want to call it, to you. Oh my goodness. I am definitely someone who likes to mark things and celebrate things. And I kind of sort of can't believe that I am here at this six month mark. I was talking to my husband about it. I said, this is a really big deal for me. Six months. I have wanted to do a podcast for so long. And for those of you who have followed me from the beginning. And if not, you can take a little spin back to the very first posting in my podcast, the Terry Summers podcast, the story that kind of, I don't know, forced me to jump, actually dive if we want to stick with the, with the metaphor that I was using, um, into the podcasting pool. Um, it's a big deal for me. Um, I, I don't want to say I drug my feet. It wasn't even dragging. I didn't even have them on the ground. I do that though. And I'll tell you the course through the course of having this podcast this year, it has really brought some things to the surface about that very thing that I postpone. I put off. I look the other way. I stick my head in the sand. I am distracted or I look for distractions. I bite every bit of bait there is to bite to just not deal or do or honor uh, what pertains to me and only to me. I get caught up in a lot of things and caught up kind of sounds negative and I don't mean it to sound that way, but I get involved. I get knee deep, neck deep, neck deep in so many things that are wonderful, but they came to fruition on someone else's behalf or I was not involved in the um, instigating process. I stepped in and that is all super fine and cool. I mean, my whole career kind of is about that. Um, I might not have created the opportunity specifically, but as the opportunity opportunities have presented themselves, I did step up to bat. So it's not like I'm just this um, mindless, fearful blob. Oh, that sounded harsh, <laughs> but, but I'm not. I'm not that. But I do ignore myself. And 
I just um, decided back on May the 28th, I wasn't going to do that. Is that six months? June, July, August, September, October, November. No. Oh my goodness. I missed the six month mark. Right? Yeah, I did. This is a seventh month anniversary, birthday, whatever you want to call it. How weird is that? Well, see, I ignore myself. I told you. I told you. Jonathan, it's six months. I mean, seven months, not six months. Anyway, I wanted to fill him in. He's somewhere in the house. He may or may not have heard me. But the point is, I have my own podcast and I haven't skipped any episodes and there have been times that I did want to that I just wanted to to pause or something not because of you guys but because of something that was going on in my life I did do a dark Tuesday uh, for elections wanted to make sure that nothing really distracted anyone from voting and other than that though I have um, weekly made a commitment to myself and you to do this podcast. And it has really, really made a big difference in my life. I know that some of you um, may recall the story that I told, which I'm coming up on knocking at one year of not leaving anything in my kitchen sink. And it's not just the sink, but I mean, leaving the kitchen clean, counters, blah, 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 everything. And I don't really know why I made that decision. I, I'm not really sure. I think it was because it was simple. It was, a um, you know, it's not like I had a messy kitchen all the time. I just didn't. It's a small kitchen. This is an old home. They're older home. There is no dishwasher other than myself and sometimes I have a, a a fella step in for me once in a while. But um, I think that the option of leaving a cup or a fork or a plate or several of them, like let's just say there had been a dinner with family and I was tired and, you know, cooking and all that and didn't want to finish up. And I thought I'll do it in the morning. The option of delaying, that's it. That's it. Oh my goodness, it just hit me. I've been wondering what my reason was for for doing that. But the option of delaying something to tomorrow. Ugh, I'm getting choked up again. Did you know I was going to? You did, right? Mm-hmm. But the option of delaying something tomorrow started not feeling good anymore. And... So I took this thing that's just a regular part of our lives, my kitchen, and just made a promise to myself that I would not go to bed until everything was put away, that there wasn't an option of tomorrow. Oh my gosh, y'all. Um, I hope this is encouraging to somebody else, not just therapy for me, because I when I share with you 90%, maybe 95% of the time, maybe even greater than that, I'm just simply and and hopefully honestly speaking from my heart. And I don't do a lot of notes 
There may be some of you out there saying, girl, you need to get yourself a notepad. But I don't do a lot of notes. I I think about, I research the person if I don't know them to the extent that I wanted to. Um, But for the most part, I just speak from my heart. And that's what has thrilled me about this opportunity of having my podcast. But anyway, the kitchen scenario, I'm knocking on the door um, on the end of this year will be a full year of not leaving anything in my sink. There were two occasions that I was um, sick, not like on my deathbed, but really uncomfortable and not well. And my husband um, stepped in for me, but that's been definitely in the first half of this challenge. It has been a good six, seven months since I have um, not, you know, have have looked to anyone to help me, but he helped me two times and I want to honor him for that because I, I needed that someone to step in then. But um, the commitment of saying, I'm not going to delay, I'm not going to delay is really it. And now right before you, as I take my, my next breath, I discovered it with you that that's really what's behind celebrating this podcast today that I thought was six months and actually it's not, it's seven since I started it. So, um, is it, did I count right? I see. I'm just not trusting myself. June, July, August, September, October, November. Yep. Wow. That's weird that I would not catch that, but that's me kind of, and I'm not going, I'm a martyr. I help everybody but myself. I'm not doing that. Um, I don't even think of it that way. I think that I am. I remember with a group of folks that, um, I worked with called partners that heal. I remember taking this, um, personality test and I believe, uh, I don't have all the definitions, but I know that it equated to a cheerleader, to someone that that was an encourager that rooted people on. And I, I think that that is really at the core of who I am. And so I find myself very interested in encouraging others, very interested in being helpful, very interested in jumping into someone else's project and helping move it along or whatever it is. Um... However, the backside of that, I got I have to divert for a minute. Did, did any of y'all grow up in California and go to Disneyland and on the Jungle Boat cruise, you got to see the front side of water and then you came back and he goes, and this, my friends, is the backside of water. Anyway, um, but the backside to that is that for being someone who has really a lifetime of looking the other way and not being honest with myself, not, um, mm, paying attention to the signs, um, listening to my gut and my heart, muffling it. Um, that combined with being a cheerleader can be a dangerous combination because, if I'm wanting to look away and I'm not wanting to really flesh out my own um, concerns or my own dreams or my own desires for whatever reason, 
uh, fear probably at the bottom line of it. We've talked a lot about that. Then being an encourager and being um, a cheerleader and having that place that I like to step into keeps me doing that instead of um, looking at my own life and heart and um, issues and like I said, dreams and hopes. So when some of that started to become a little bit more clear to me this year, um, because 2020 with all the crap that has come with 2020, I had a gut feeling that the metaphor of 2020 vision was going to play into my life. And then I got distracted with COVID and some of the, uh, just the heaviness of this year. But to be honest, there was a big blessing of 2020. It was a clearing the path for me to see things and, um, clarity of my vision as I look at myself and my situation. So all of that to say on May the 28th, very ill-prepared, I heard myself say something similar that I did the day that I said, you're not going to leave anything in the sink. I heard myself say, how long have you wanted to, you know, have a podcast? And there really isn't anything stopping you. It may not be perfect. You may not have everything lined up the way that they, quote unquote, they say you should. Don't start a podcast before this. Make sure you have that. This is the kind of equipment. Anyway, yada, yada. I uh, thought I'm not going to let my overthinking, postponing, pay attention to someone else's desires over your own self, get hung up on this. And I started... um the podcast on May the 28th. And so here we are seven, seven, seven is one of my favorite numbers. So I'm glad we're celebrating this anyway. Seven months later on today's date, um, I can say I am a podcaster and there is something so cool. For those of you who are very self-aware and self-honoring and do the things that you want to do for yourself because they came as ideas or concepts or dreams to you and you aren't someone that looks the other way, I know you can vouch for me on this. There's something very powerful about the doing. I think that I have such a perfectionistic Uh, vein that runs through me that I overthink so many things in fear that I'm not going to be perfect, that it ends up being like twine around my ankles, loose enough for me to shuffle and get to just the basics of my life. But restricting the leaps and the bounds and the jumping for joy that I know is mine to get to have and to do and to experience. So by the doing of this podcast, I am honoring myself in the biggest way. It's a, it's a gift. I know that someone asked me the other day, something about, you know, what I do for a living and, and et cetera. I don't even remember how they coined the question or, or the phrase or whatever it was. Um, 
presented it to me. But I know that in that I said, and I have a podcast. And I don't know, it felt so fun to say that. I mean, I kind of thought, am I telling a lie? No, you're not. You have a podcast. Actually, it's bears your name, the Terry Summers podcast. And I don't know. Um, I don't know if it is everything I dreamed about it being because I, I know that I didn't really give a lot of thought. I just know I wanted to communicate for a long, long time through this medium. And, um, but it, it is me. It's coming from my heart. It's everything I wanted it to be in terms of who I visit with. By the way, I want to pause just for a moment before I go any further. Um, and I want to, say a thank you to some folks. These are some of the guests that have been on my podcast in the past seven, not to be correct, to be corrected, not six months. And um, these are people that I loved visiting with. Um, I love visiting. I love it. It is my favorite thing pretty much almost ever is to sit down with someone and visit, ask them questions, have them share their life with me, what they want to share, uh, finding the connections between myself and the other person or persons. I love it. I mean, no matter. I even love, I, I, I had to go to an appointment today and I even loved the person that I didn't know that I was visiting with, wanted to hear about them. It's something, it's just me. That's all I got to say, folks. It is really, really me. There is a sincere interest and love for people in me, a curiosity. Um, and anyway, so, but I, getting a chance to visit some of, with some of these people is one of the most vibrant things that I have experienced in my life this year. And I just want to say a thank you to Lisa Hobson and Tony Lake. They were my last guests and I stepped into a project with them. By the way, I don't mean as going on to say what I just finished saying about stepping in and doing other people's projects. I love that. I just don't dig the fact that I use that to hide with and I use it to distract myself. So please, please, it's particularly Tony and Lisa, because we just had the re a really wonderful time working with students on a, um, a show for Christmas that was just so moving and such a thrill for me to get to work on. So I do not mean to discount them, but thank you, Tony Lake and Lisa Hobson. They are partners together that work also out of Lisa's studio, Redhead Music Studio. So Google and look for them. They can provide you a lot of assistance to be a better musician or vocalist, etc., etc. And then I want to thank Miss Mary Jo West. Whatever. Am I so fortunate to get to sit down with these people? Mary Jo West, iconic in Arizona and across the country, but just huge as a human being. And you need to go listen to her episode. Um, I think I, I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> I think it has something to do with being the queen bee. Um, Rafael Castanera, one of my sweet friends that I met doing Les Mis, a costume designer. And though we talked about his giftedness and his art, there were things that he said 
that are so inspiring and motivational to people across the board, whether you are of the artistic nature or not. So I hope you go back and take a listen if you haven't. My friend Tom Egham, renegade, a man that has a passion for loving others. And um, he has a nonprofit called Hope for Kids, H-O-P-E, the number four and kids. Go check it out. If you want to make a year-end gift, he did not tell me to say this. I'm just talking off the top of my head like I told you I do. If you want to make a year-end gift, please go Google him and see if you can do that. Hope for Kids International. Um, Ron May. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm sure he probably thinks um, I'm a Fruit Loop because I write him periodically and say, you're on my heart and I'm thinking about you. I don't know why so much. I just think there's a connection. I think he's a brave, creative, artistic um, pioneer. And I just am so curious, um, curious about that person and have come to really care for him. We don't know each other well. We don't, haven't spent a lot of time together, but um, he uh, also is a cat person. And I am now a cat person. I will have to tell you that story later, but basically a cat has chosen us to be um, her parents. And uh, my husband is super patient with her. And um, uh, I didn't mean to sound that way. He was super patient with her versus anybody else. But he was super patient, sat down and fed her regularly at the same time. And sooner or later, she let him pet her. She's feral. So we didn't know she was a she until he finally was able to be allowed to pick her up. So we are 98.9% sure that, um, that she's female, but she's still super skittish. Anyway, I'm in love with her and Ron May is a cat person. So now we have something else that we can chat about in common. My dear friend, Michael Sample. I thank you, Michael Sample. Oh, you've just been with me on so many twists and turns in the many years that we've been friends. I think it's like 14 now or something like that. But um, you have uh, gifts beyond measure and we will need to have you back on so we can learn what you're doing here. Cheryl Cooper, Cheryl Cooper, a beautiful soul, um, majestic, really, a ballerina, happens to also be married to the father of shock rock, Alice Cooper, um, who is also amazing. Hopefully I'll be able to get him on my show. I've kind of left him alone because they got a lot going on. But um, Cheryl is a star. She shines in uh, my eyes and so many and so poised. And uh, we're, um, I don't know, I'd like to cook up a little something with her and We'll see. Um, ben Tyler makes me laugh almost like nobody else I know. And if you live in the Valley, um, in, uh, outside of Phoenix here in the, in the metropolitan area, you have, I'm pretty sure, heard Ben's voice. Uh, he's a voiceover artist or you've seen him in commercials or you've seen a play that he's in, but he's also a director. But he is just a cool cat. And he um, is... Uh, 
a funny man. He is uh, a gift to me because I love to laugh and I have never, ever, ever been in Ben's presence where I did not laugh. Um, and I mean from my belly, just a belly laugh. So he was one of my earlier guests, Cena Kerr, longtime friend and politician. How you blend the beauty of Cena Kerr and politics is uh, something only Cena can do really well. She is um, compassionate and she shared from her heart early on. Again, I'm going backwards in these. And then there was Tim Wright, my friend and had been my pastor for years, but just has an understanding of God that makes those that even say no thank you pause to listen. So he was um, also someone I need to give the thank, thank you to, Alan Pruitt. Alan Pruitt is... Mm, in the greatest part, the reason that I am even in Arizona, um, but he's a wonderful artist, multifaceted, sensitive, bright, wise. I even go to him for personal counsel. I can't believe I have some of the friends that I have. They're just amazing people and they have been wonderful guests on this show. My brother, my brother, Mark Summers. They had, he and Michelle had their anniversary yesterday. I found a picture of, he's my little brother, but gosh, once he got to be like junior high, it's last time I ever remember saying, you know, this picture was of him being, I think he was probably one and I was holding his hand and he was, you know, standing and, um, one of the only real photos that we have or that I have of me looking like his big sister. Um, but he was such a, it was such a lovely conversation with Mark. So if you want to listen in on a little bit of a side to me that probably no one, but Mark would know or, or see, then you need to head straight to that episode. But I also, had on my girlfriend, Carlotta, who helped walk me through some of the thoughts on um, Black Lives Matter and some of the inequality that her life and her parents have experienced. And it was a beautiful episode. And it was so early on in my podcasts, I kind of feel like, you know, we need to put it out there again, run it by everyone. Ted Barrett, major league baseball umpire. Remember I said that I talk off the top of my head with people. I don't do a lot of note taking and stuff, but I do some research. I had to research that because I wanted to make sure that, you know, I understood the whole idea of, um, halftime and, um, the rules of the game and dribbling and all of that. <laughs> no, I know now. I know now. There's no halftime. Um, but uh, Ted was so fun. And it was right before that was at the end of the strike, right before they brought baseball back. So we will definitely, definitely have to have Ted back. And then my very first guest and friend and helper 
and support and creative companion partner Brian Cole who stood by me encouraged me um, patiently sometimes with frankness but just with a sensitive touch to to me knowing how I'm wired um, to just do this podcast just don't think anymore just do it and I listened to him and um, I will continue to listen to him. We have creative projects that we hope that you will be able to um, enjoy coming up this year. But I just want to give a big shout out to all of my guests. And finally, as I said, um, Brian Cole, because he even checks my podcast every week. He kind of acts like a, a producer um, of sorts. I try not to dump too much on him, but um that's something to celebrate right there. That's a lot of folks. And I feel so fortunate. I also want to thank my husband. He, um, he makes room and in a way that is, um, honoring of what it is that I desire to do. He has taught, he's a podcast listener and has been from way back in the day before we ever really were familiar with podcasting and podcasters. Um, and he gave me his feelings about how, um, to have a successful podcast based on his experience of being a listener and, consistency was something that he always said to me and I kind of had a little butterflies in my stomach about that because I have not always been so consistent when it comes to myself like you tell me when to be there for you and I'm there and I'll be there the next time and the next time and the next time but I can um I wouldn't say drop the ball but I just sort of stop on things which um has a, I guess, uh, you failed at that thing to it, but Jonathan has been a clear encourager, um, of the podcast and celebrates with me. So I want to thank him as well. And then I also want to thank God. I, uh, really am nothing without my relationship with God and, uh, God speaks into my heart and my life um, daily and cheers for me. And I know that there are things that I was put on this earth to do that I have looked the other way of. And, um, I am trusting that because of celebrating this, um, what I thought was six, but seven month, uh, birthday anniversary of the podcast, as well as soon, um, check marking a whole year at, the other kitchen goal that I will dig in to find more of me to honor for this next year. But I really want to pull from the part of me that is an encourager today and ask you, what do you want to do? What is it? Or are they? in your life, things th that you would like to
to do. No matter. Things that have been in the back of your mind, things that have caught your attention when someone's talking about it, uh, things that you've said, I can't do that. I just want to encourage you right now to get a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen and start writing things down that you want. My sweet friend, Sarah, years ago, Sarah Roberts, a musician, look her up. She's amazing. Sarah Roberts music and ladies gun club. Um, she challenged me to do that. And it was the beginning of things starting to turn in a, a direction that I was um, surprised to have happen by acknowledging what it is that I want. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a Mercedes or what. I mean, it can be, but just to sit down and start writing. What do I want? What do I want to do? How do I want to feel? What do I want, 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 want? I don't think that's a selfish thing or self-centered. Someone help me differentiate between those words. If you're centered on yourself, things can get out of balance. But if you are selfish, there are seasons and times and energies in the course of a day that should be dedicated to ourself so that we can be the best people that we can be. And then the best people that we can be can be better to the people that are in our lives. So um, I don't think thinking of and giving and designate, designating time to things that we want is a self-centered thing. I think it is full of honoring the creation that we are. And I really want to root for you. If you're listening to me right now, from the fullness of my heart, I want you to do and be the things that you've put on the back burner if you have. And I want you to not wait till tomorrow, to not negotiate with time, to not let the precise details that you think are necessary before you start something to be twine around your ankles. I want you to leap. And I think that this coming year is the year to do it. But I double dare you to start before New Year's. I am not a super big fan of, um, resolutions. I think that there's a pressure there that I automatically want to resist. I want to do things now that I've had a little taste of it. I want to do things from a place where I'm honoring myself and that I'm loving myself and that I am, you know, the thing that comes to mind, it's like the feeling of I don't know, this might just, be, I don't know if it'll apply to everyone, but putting lotion on your hands when your hands are dry and it brings moisture back to them. And 
I know here in Arizona, it's so dry at this time of year, but it refreshes the skin. That process of looking at yourself and uh, writing down what you want is kind of like lotion on dry skin. It's been left alone for a while. It's been ignored. It doesn't have the bounce to it that it was intended to have. So, um, so much for my metaphors, but I, I just want that for you. And I believe coming out of a year that we've all been through, whether we have experienced everything in the exact same way, we all have this in common. We all have 2020 in common, but coming out of this year before it ends, um, give yourself that kind of attention and make a list of the things that you want and then do it. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Not tomorrow, but today. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. I might need a nap now, but um, I love you all and I thank you for coming along with me as I have many times. Thank you for that. And I will continue to thank you. So don't roll your eyes and think I'm being sappy. I really thank you for coming along with me. Share this podcast if you care to. Um, like it, comment on it. Um, subscribe if you haven't as well. And I will end this time with you by wishing you the happiest of New Year's. And as you say goodbye to 2020, thank 2020 uh, for what it's taught you because I know it's taught me stuff. And welcome 2021 with open arms and an appreciation for your own person. I love you. Happy New Year. <laughs>